Bidzy Small Business Society number 50. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisov. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Thanks for listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. Today, I want to welcome our next guest, Bobby Casey. Bobby is the Managing Director of Global Wealth Protection, which is a world leader in asset protection planning for entrepreneurs and investors alike. Bobby is highly educated in many different areas of study and a sought-after speaker on free market economics and international investment. Bobby travels around the globe empowering his clients to make intelligent and potentially lucrative financial decisions that will protect their businesses, their families, and themselves. Welcome, Bobby. Can you tell us more about yourself and what it is that you do? Hey, Rob. Thanks for having me today. I've been doing this for a long time, and I got started years ago kind of out of necessity for my own uh, personal situation. And I think from an entrepreneurial standpoint, most people can relate that a lot of times we see a need in the marketplace and we decide, hey, that looks interesting. Let's see if we can fill it. And so that's kind of that's kind of how I got into the asset protection and offshore planning business. So years ago, I had several different businesses and um, some other assets, uh, some real estate and some side interest businesses like restaurant and stuff like that. And I basically decided that with my own assets, I needed to do something that my assets were potentially at risk from litigation. I need to minimize taxes and develop some type of estate plan and so on and so forth. And um, long story short, I ended, I ended up finding a mentor who still is a good friend of mine to this day, and we still work together on various projects. Really good guy. And he taught me a lot about the asset protection business. And, and then I just kind of dug in and, and became kind of a self-study and I can't say from an educational standpoint, I, I, I went down that path at all because what I do is not really taught in school. The main, the main thing what we do is we do asset protection and offshore planning for clients all over the world. We do have a lot of American clients, but I've also got a lot of um, clients from Europe and Russia and Australia, Canada, and various parts of South America as well. 
And we basically just help clients to minimize risk. And in some cases, now I, we're not we're we're not tax planners per se, but sometimes we can create business structures that minimize tax burden. Now, again, my disclaimer: I don't do tax planning, so. You know, if, if you're engaging us for some, some tax planning, just keep in mind, we don't do tax planning that you're going to need to bring your own tax professional, or I can advise somebody to. We work with a couple of different tax professionals, um, but we, we would deal basically just with the structuring of the business from that perspective. You know, we have a very international focus, so we have a lot of different clients looking to minimize the risk they're looking you know we're, we're in a globalized economy right so everyone nowadays it's at least in my in my sphere of influence seems to be doing business all over the world and so we try to help people to minimize their risk internationalize their business and maybe internationalize their wealth Bobby, it sounds like, again, you uh, created your business out of necessity for yourself, but what was happening in the financial world that prompted you to launch Global Wealth Protection to help others? And what is happening today that should really get people and businesses into the mindset of protecting their wealth? I guess your first question, what was my mindset why to, to start helping other people? Well, it was gradual. I actually just started many years ago, I started just kind of one by one, you know, I, I, I developed my own asset protection structure years and years ago and talking to other friends who owned businesses, most of my sphere of influence is entrepreneurs anyway. And so they just, they said, Hey, can you help me figure this out for myself? So it was kind of a one-on-one -on -one consulting thing at the time. I mean, I ended up selling off a couple of different businesses and decided, you know, I really enjoy the problem-solving aspect of this. I enjoy working with other entrepreneurs. That's, I mean, my favorite group of people to deal with is, is entrepreneurs and investors. So that's when I just decided to do, to do it as a, a full-time full -time career instead of just kind of doing some consulting on the side with some of my associates. And I think the second part of your question is what should, why should people be considering things like minimizing the risk. Well, there, there is a lot of risk out there today. It really depends on what country you're in. If you are, if you're in the U.S., or you're conducting business in the U.S., I mean, the U.S. is a hugely litigious country. Uh, if you go to the American Bar Association website and look at their statistics on lawsuits filed, federal lawsuits filed, if you do the math, it's about, there's a new lawsuit filed federally about every 16 and a half seconds in the U.S. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is, and, and that's 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Every, let's call it 17 seconds, you've got a new lawsuit filed. Now, I pulled that data, um, it's been two or three years ago since I pulled that up. Maybe it's changed a little bit one way or another, but that was from 2000, I believe 2013, I pulled that out. But you go to the American Bar Association website and, and look it up. It, the stats are right there. It tells you how many federal lawsuits get filed every year. So if, if you take a look at that, first of all, litigation is a huge risk. Obviously, if you're a business owner, one of your biggest risks to your wealth is taxation. So you need to consider a tax strategy for your company and the, and the way you structure your company as well. Again, we don't do tax planning, but if you are, let's say, 
a Mexican person, but you're doing business in Europe, you know, why, why would you have your company registered in Mexico paying, you know, Mexican taxes? There's definitely ways to minimize, minimize that tax burden. Same if you're a Canadian or if you're American. There's no need, you know, m most people, especially small business owners today, they kind of take the lazy route. You know, if you're, if you're an American, let's say you're living in Illinois, but maybe you're selling some uh, products online, you've got some e-commerce business, and you're selling it all over the world, but yet you run 100% of your business through an, an Illinois structure, LLC or corporation or something. And you end up paying federal and state tax in Illinois when you make it save yourself thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands or more just by properly structuring your company. So, I mean, my, my view is entrepreneurs and investors are the economic drivers of the world. The more capital held in the hands of the producers is, is really better in other words, don't overpay on your taxes because you're a better allocator of capital than the government you're paying tax to. <laughs> it seems like, you know, entrepreneurs and small business owners, we've taken all of these steps to be independent. You're saying take that one extra step and look into this taxation strategy and benefit yourself that way. That's just one piece, the taxation strategy to think about how your business is structured. Litigation is a huge issue too. I mean, litigation can wipe you out. There's all kinds of ways to minimize your risk from a litigation standpoint, a very common, a very common strategy, especially uh, in businesses that that own some intellectual property, is to actually segregate out that piece of their business into a separate business structure. So, just a simple example: maybe you have a patent or some trademarks or something, or maybe you have a, a proprietary software system that you use in your business or. You know, that sort of thing. One thing that's fairly common, and actually a lot of big companies do this as well, is to take that, that intellectual property piece out of your business and put it in a separate company and have that company lease it back to your operating business. You, that way you're segregating your risk. Your moneymaker is your intellectual property. Your operating business is just your day-to-day, -day, you know, functionality of your business. So you can minimize you can minimize that risk by segregating out pieces of your business. People do that too with um, we we've done that a lot for clients that have like equipment. You know, for example, let's say your earth moving business. You have an operating company, but then you have a, a very expensive piece of equipment that you know can be segregated out, and you do a lease back to your to your operating business. So that that's a huge component. As well, and these, I mean, these are structured things. A lot of people, especially small business owners, they don't think about because they're too busy. And that's not a bad thing, by the way, but they're too busy in their day-to-day -day operations. They're fighting their fires. They're chasing sales. They're hiring new people. And, you know, they're growing 30, 40, 50% or more a year. And they don't think about some of these strategies that could save them a lot of money uh, either immediately or down the road if, if their business is properly structured. Bobby, I want to change gears a little bit here. So what challenges do you face in sort of getting buy-in from your clients? Let's face it, just in reading some of your blog posts, some of your ideas are less traditional and maybe even radical. <laughs> <laughs> That's one uh, very PC way of putting it. You, you could definitely say my, uh, my views are non-traditional. Rob, here, here's the deal. I'm not looking to conduct a business 
with everyone out there. Uh, I, I don't need every I don't need every client on the planet to come to us for services. I, I'm looking for a narrow niche of people. I'm looking pe for people that uh, you know really have some basis of philosophical agreement with the way we conduct our business. And it, you know we're looking for a niche. We're looking for a niche client. I'm not trying to sell to the masses. So, Bobby, this may be pretty obvious, but what are some of the rewards that come that someone can expect after working with you? And what are you trying to achieve for yourself? What does your own success really look and feel like? Typically, I mean, it depends on what what the client is after. Sometimes the client is looking to internationalize a piece of their wealth. For example, a lot of business owners, they're very undiversified. <laughs> They tend to focus all their time, energy, and effort into their primary business, and they they don't diversify outside of their their primary business. They end up with ninety ninety five percent of their net worth tied up in their own company. That that doesn't sound intelligent, really, from an investment strategy. But the flip side to that is you also have the the most control and probably your highest rate of return in your own business. For example. Um, you may essentially have a zero cost basis in your business. You put in more hours and it has exponential returns on the time and energy you put into it. The problem with that is there are always unforeseen circumstances that you you can't really control. I mean, that's why we call them unforeseen, right? There could be, I mean, look at 2008, 2009. What if you were uh, a builder? Now, if you were a smart builder, you probably would have seen the writing on the wall. But you know, maybe, maybe you were in a market that actually the building was still going very well, but just because of the entire market in general, it just collapsed your business. Things like that, outside economic forces that really are not under your control can have a major impact. And look at all the other trades related to the building business um, that collapsed around 2008 and nine. Even the businesses unrelated, just because you know jobs were scarce and people were getting laid off. If you were ninety-five percent invested in your own small business at that point, you might be seriously hurt. You might be bankrupt. You might be taking an unemployment check or, or making coffee at Starbucks right now. So, you know, we talk to a lot of small business owners to help them figure out how to diversify their wealth outside of their primary business as well. That, that, like I said, you're, you're typically your biggest return on investment is going to be in your primary business. But at some point, you need to seriously start taking some chips off the table. And we talk about international diversification as well because we don't look at just a asset class diversification strategy. We look at a geopolitical diversification strategy or what we call a geo-arbitrage strategy. And, but it depends on the client. So you asked me before, how do I reach my clients? I don't have I don't have clients coming to me unless they're already interested in these types of strategies. I, I don't have clients that read our read some of the articles we produce and say, "Oh, I can't stand what that guy has to say." But let me call him anyway, and let's do business. You know, typically I'm reaching a very narrow niche, so I'm not having to make a hard pitch on somebody to say, "Hey, maybe you ought to think about buying real estate in Colombia." for example, you know, or farmland in, in Paraguay. These are people that are already keen on international diversification anyway. You asked what would a what would a client get out of working with me? We have a lot of a lot of experience and a lot of reach in a lot of different places and a lot of connections 
that we built over the years. We built a pretty significant Rolodex. If you come to me and said, hey, I'm really looking to diversify, I'm looking maybe at buy, parking some money in some land in Panama, we have connections for that. You know, we, we kind of bypass you having to do an enormous amount of due diligence that you may not know how to do anyway on, on certain projects like that. That might end up costing a lot of time and money, right? You know, a, an entrepreneur that's doing a couple million dollars a year in his business, it doesn't make sense for him to do his own bookkeeping too, right? So it sounds like, yeah, you're really teaching how to minimize risk through that diversification is what I'm hearing. That's, that's a big part of it, yeah. So, and for yourself, what sort of rewards do you take away from, from running your business? Well, I get to work with the kind of people I like to work with. I get to deal with some pretty interesting interesting business owners. It's always new. It's always different. No, no two clients have a similar situation, that's for sure. So it's always engaging for me. I, I just enjoy it. I like the work I do. It lets me live the type of life I want, and it, it allows me to work with the people I want to work with. Okay, we'll finish up after we've had a chance to thank our sponsors. Are you thinking about starting your own podcast? Do you lack the technical know-how to create your own podcast? Not enough time in your day to produce great podcasts? You need podcastrepairman.com. You record, save, and send. That's it. Podcast Repairman takes care of the rest. From editing so that you sound your absolute best, to producing, which includes a custom intro and outro, to uploading to a host, and finally, publishing your podcast to iTunes, Stitcher, and the rest. No matter what you need, the Podcast Repairman is here to help. Visit podcastrepairman.com, include the word Bidzy, B-I-D-S-Y, in your message and save the $295 setup fee. Are you tired of tedious internet searches trying to find a service provider to complete your projects? Are you sick of scrambling on the phone, trying to connect with someone who's willing to meet with you to work on your projects? Try Bidzy. Go to bidzy.com, sign up, choose a category, and enter a few details about what you need done. It's free to post projects in any category. Connect with local professionals in such categories as bathroom and kitchen renovation, real estate professional, graphic design, flooring, gym membership, tire sales and service, carpet cleaning, and many, many more. You're notified each time a local professional submits a bid on your project. Choose the bid you like best, and now you've found a local professional to complete your project. Use our rating system to give feedback about the business. Post your projects, sit back, and let local professionals come to you. Sign up and post projects for free at bidsy.com. Bobby, I've reached a point in the show where we just kind of lighten it up a little bit and ask a few simple questions just to sort of get to know the uh, personal interests of our guests. So are you ready for this? Shoot. What type of cell phone do you use? I have a, uh, a dual Samsung Galaxy. What type of car do you drive? I don't. I've lived in Europe for several years. I live in a city that doesn't require me to drive. Actually, and that was by choice. I decided when I was living in the States, I spent an hour to an hour and a half in the car every single day, minimum. And it was a negative for my quality of life. So I enjoy not having a car. Do you have a favorite vacation spot? I, I travel a lot. I've been to probably, I don't know, 80 or so countries. And as far as vacation spots, 
It's tough to say because I travel so much, and a lot of it is kind of a mix between business and pleasure. I don't ever really think of anything as a vacation. But if you had to pick in Europe, I really love Budapest. I also really like the uh, coast of Portugal near Lisbon. And in the Caribbean, I really love Anguilla. Do you have a current favorite book? Probably my all-time favorite book is Atlas Shrugged, but I just finished reading Zero to One by Peter Thiel, which is a really great book. I just finished it yesterday. Do you have a favorite meal? Yeah, probably a ribeye. So besides our show, Bobby, do you have a favorite podcast? Uh, I really like Entrepreneur on Fire, John Lee Dumas. So we're going to move on here. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about protecting their money and securing their financial future? As I understand, your listenership is primarily small business owners. So the one thing I'd like to share is focus your time on the things that make you money. You know, like I mentioned before, if you're making it, if you're bringing in a couple million dollars a year, you probably don't sit there and do all your own entry for your bookkeeping. You know, you outsource your bookkeeping or you have a bookkeeper that works for you. But don't dismiss the idea of developing an asset protection plan for your business to minimize your risk. You know, I get a lot of people that say, well, I'll just I'll just research it and find it on my own. Well, that makes no sense. If the thing that makes you money is where you should be spending your time, then why would you spend your time researching what I already know how to do? You know, same thing with bookkeepers. Why would you why would you try to figure out how to be a good bookkeeper when you can spend your time developing new products and services and dealing with your customers? Outsource the things that you don't know and that don't make you money and focus on the things that make you money. Bobby, what does the future look like for you and global wealth protection? Probably a lot more travel. I just came back from a trip two days ago. I was in I was in North Carolina, Florida, Arizona. Uh, Medellin, Colombia, and New York over a three-week period. Well, I usually take some trip every month. Now, I don't always take a trip for three weeks every month, but uh, I usually take some trip every month. So a lot of traveling. I'm meeting with clients when I'm, when I'm out and about, business partners. I do podcasts occasionally. We write a lot of articles. Uh, myself and my team, we write a lot of, a lot of content, usually, at least, usually on average two pieces a week. Yeah, just doing the same thing, to be honest. We're just, just rolling along. So, Bobby, how can people find those articles and how can people connect with you? On our website, globalwealthprotection.com, you can see some of our most recent articles. And then on the right-hand side, if you want to subscribe to our free newsletter, you can join there and then you'll get the uh, articles emailed to you as they come out. My email address is bobby at globalwealthprotection.com, and you can also find that on the website there as well. Bobby, we sincerely appreciate you spending a little bit of your time this morning on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need, and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. 
Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.